1: Good morning, everybody. This is Dr. Lisa, and you're listening to Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. Happy January 19th. Hope you all had a great day. Some of you had a day off celebrating Martin Luther King. Hopefully so. I know I had a very gentle day. So today we're talking about expanding and being you fully and unapologetically. So if anybody's out there listening and you would like to call in and receive some facilitation, please do so at one 346 9141 And let's talk a little bit about expanding. What does it mean to expand? Expand as you, being fully you, unapologetically. Well, I call it the jack-in-the-box phenomenon. And whether you've experienced abuse or not, um, for sure, if you've experienced abuse, you've experienced this phenomenon before. But for those of you that may, may be listening to the show that haven't experienced abuse, let me tell you a little bit about it. Um, the Jack and Box pattern, let's say, is when you oscillate between popping out in the world and expressing yourself, and then bam, something happens. You either get scared, or you get a little bit of rejection, or everything doesn't turn out the way you wanted to immediately as you desire and then you return to that small hidden self that's familiar and seems safe. So, this is the -the jack-in-the-box pattern, and just to remind you all, we're talking about the four E's, four E's, E-A-S-E, but this is all related to kicking abuse in the caboose and moving beyond abuse, essentially. So I've talked about the cage of abuse, the four Ds, denying, defending, dissociating, disconnecting. The target, radical aliveness, which is the four Cs, choosing for you, committing to you, collaborating with the universe, conspiring to bless you, and then creating. And the bridge to get from the cage to radical aliveness, essentially, are the four E's for ease. And we started... um, In the beginning of, or toward the end of last year, with Embrace, Examine, Embody, which was the first of this year, the first Tuesday, the 5th. And then I took a week off to deal with the flu. (laughs) And we repeated the lies of money. So somewhere in there, um, we're dealing now with Expanding. So Embrace, Examining embodying and expanding of the four E's and to really move beyond abuse, to live radically and orgasmically alive, to be your radical ally, your orgasmic ally, to reclaim your own alive reality, which is a daily effort for anyone, not just those that have suffered abuse and are moving beyond abuse. And this pattern expanding of popping out, popping back in, popping out like the -the jack-in-the-box, popping back in, is really something that I've seen with all of my clients and also with myself as I have, you know, created this system to move beyond abuse. But prior to that, there was a way that I would be so afraid almost to put myself out there. And a lot of it was about being seen and showing up. And inside, I had a really deep um, pattern, if you will, of not believing that I was quote-unquote good enough or anybody really had anything um, that I had anything beneficial to say so I kept expanding and then kinda hiding expanding and hiding expanding and hiding but expanding is actually one of the essential steps to living your roar your radically and orgasmically alive reality which is why I'm dedicating you know the whole show to this so What is expanding? Okay, let's talk about this. Now, we've done a couple of exercises on the show where you expand as space, 500 million miles, up, down, right, left, front, and back. So that's um, the exercise in getting you to expand. Um, Then I've done some exercises wherever you're sitting, breathing energy in through the front of you, in through the sides of you, in through the back of you, in through your head, and up through your feet. And those two exercises are really great to get you to the first step, if you will, of what it means to expand, to literally take up space, to be you unapologetically and unabashedly and inconceivably. You know, the more that I am me, unapologetically and unabashedly and inconceivably, um, the more potential judgments that I receive from people, basically because they actually have locked themselves in the cage to not be them unapologetically and unabashedly. You know, at this point, I have um, put myself out there on so many levels. And I know in a certain way, a lot of you have too. And that's awesome. But you have to keep doing it no matter what. Because in putting yourself out there and just doing whatever it is that you desire to do because it's fun and light for you is the expanding into you that I'm talking about here. And you can't live your roar, live your radically orgasmically alive reality, nor move beyond abuse if you're hiding in the cage of abuse or you're hiding in the box. Okay? So when you put yourself out there unapologetically and unabashedly, this allows the quantum entanglements to conspire you and create even more it's totally different when you expand and put yourself out there unapologetically it's not tight and constrictive It is expansive and free when you're in that expansive space you're in the space of possibilities and all choices are available however when you're abused you want to hide from others you want to hide from yourself you want to hide from being embodied you want to hide from embracing anything you want to hide from examining anything you just want to keep yourself in that box, not doing anything other than um, what isn't going to get you extra looks, so to speak. The expanding that I'm talking about is no matter what, you're going to look at everything and not let it take you over. Um, you may want to take a look at one of the older shows called the invisible porcupine syndrome and how the cage of abuse really perpetuates the prickliness of your invisible porcupine. Now, what I'm speaking to here is really expanding into the fullness of who you truly be without apologies. Like what if you just took three situations, you know I love my three, Three situations where you know you're not being yourself and do something radically different and stand up for yourself in a way, put your voice out there in a way, Um, do something, be something, behave in some way that is totally different, but is you being the expansion of you. So that's what we're talking about here today. It's 2016, what do you have to lose other than more of you? All right, so it looks like we got some people calling in. So let me take some calls and go from there. All right, Ginger from California, how can I contribute to you today?
2: Um, good morning, Dr. Lisa. Good morning. Um, I, I am right now experiencing the the Jack-in-the-Box syndrome, Um. Oh, it was like the last ten days. I I felt um, I went through some changes, and all of a sudden I felt so expansive, and I was re- totally receiving everything. I felt like I was connected to everything, and uh, I was able to do no judgment. It was just phenomenal, and uh, it was great. And I I was able to connect with my body, and but then. All of a sudden, um, it felt like someone had um, cut off the power to my house, so to speak. And Mm -hmm. I I just suddenly got cast into darkness, and I started doubting myself. And every time I wanted to create something, I couldn't even bring myself to say, oh, I'd like to have some of that, or what would it take for me to have some of that? Immediately, I would hear this voice in me saying, you can't have that. You can't do it. No way. It it never happen." for you. Mm -hmm. Well that's a great example and I'm glad that you called in because that's
1: exactly what we're talking about here today. So here's my question to you, when you were doing no judgment and you were living as the expanded version of yourself and everything felt good and then all of a sudden the power got cut off, what happened right
2: there? I have no idea. Well if you did know. If you is did it know Is because I am um, I became so aware that I was also aware of like all the dark stuff in the world too? Well, is that light or heavy? Light, but not completely. Okay. So what cut off the power? What
1: did you notice? All of a sudden you were going along free of judgment, feeling so good, and then, bam, the power got cut off. How does that happen? What occurred? Was it a thought? Did someone say something to you? Did you get a letter in the mail? Were you fired? Like, What what occurred that... Did somebody say, who do you think you are? Notice how these are all things that I'm mentioning that are outside of you. Mm -hmm. And if there's nothing that you can share that can say what occurred for you, then this is exactly what this jack-in-the-box pattern is about are you not ready to be fully you unapologetically? Do you have to create the power going off in order for you to stay back in the box of what and how you're supposed to perform and be in this reality?
2: I um, I kind of get that that's what probably what's going on but I just don't understand how I am doing that
1: well we need to go to break now so you got um, two minutes during the break to check in with your body and ask some questions and we'll come back to you after the break so if you allowed yourself to be a person who didn't have to um, stop expanding and cut the power off who would you be what would you be And we'll come back to you after the break.
3: We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. The fight is
1: over, an invitation to a new experience of you is waiting. Dr. Lisa Cooney shares with you how to let go and move beyond abusive energies of the past, beyond all obstacles, beyond anything, and into your generative space of creation, where you have direct access to the whisperings of consciousness. What is better for you than you're currently allowing yourself to do and be? Health and wellness? New relationships? Business ventures? Choice? What would you let go of if you were no longer a slave to abuse and the energies of radical and orgasmic aliveness were available to you? Because they are. Everything in the universe desires to collaborate with you, but you must first choose it. No one can stop you but you as you move toward something greater, to an embodiment of the most important thing in your life, you. What else is possible from here in this lighter, more expansive version of yourself? Visit drlisacooney.com today and find out.
3: Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com.
1: Welcome back to Dr. Lisa Cooney on Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything Okay, my friends, this is Dr. Lisa, and we're speaking with Ginger Ginger about expanding, and then all of a sudden the power being cut off. So, Ginger, what during the break, what did you come to? Um, I started crying. Okay. So what is that about? If the tears could speak, what would they say?
2: That <sighs> I am free. Okay.
1: So you are free to be you unequivocally, unabashedly, and unapologetically. And anything that doesn't allow you to know that, be that, receive that, and perceive that, can we just and uncreate that now, please? Yes, please. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, online, shorts, boys, and beyonds. So moving beyond the cage of abuse, when you're actually on the bridge to radical aliveness, is being in touch with all these energies and embracing them. Embracing how good it felt to be in no judgment. Embracing how bad it felt to be without power. Examining what occurred, how it occurred, and how you went totally back into the box, the cage, so to speak. But that it felt much better when you were free and expanding and embodying a new reality and just taking the moment to acknowledge yourself for hey I don't like the way this feels this isn't good anymore for me I'm not gonna do this anymore I would rather choose freedom and whatever that internal limitation is that made me cut the power off myself because there was nothing that I could name externally whatever it takes I'm gonna be the demand to change that and to choose something different so what energy space and consciousness ginger can you and your body be to be the unabashed, inconceivable, unapologetic change agent that you truly be. Because you are free. Anything and everything that that brings up and lets down, we destroy and uncreate that, please? Yes. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Now, keep going out there and being the difference. If today's the day that you want to go back to not doing judgment, do it. If it's something else, do that. Whatever it takes for you to know and be that energy of freedom, knowing that nothing stops you but you. You somehow put a self-imposed limitation on you that pulled the plug, cut off the power to something that you were really enjoying. Never do that. That's what happens when we live a life of abuse, constriction, or limitation. We continuously... Keep pulling the plug. It's like this hypnotic trance to stop us from being unapologetically the inconceivable greatness of who we truly be. Okay?
2: I'm glad you included my body in that process that you just ran. Mm -hmm. Um, I never... Yeah, it never occurred to me to do that. And actually, I also sense that there's a lot of doubt and some fear stored in my... coming from my... Kidney
1: area. Well, kidneys are your um, elimination pathway. So everything within you that is choosing to eliminate and eradicate limitation, self-imposed limitations and constrictions off this planet, so that you and all bodies and beings can live radically and orgasmically alive. Anything that it takes to destroy and uncreate that, can we? Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And kidneys can also be a source of resentment, rejection, or regret. So all the ways that all of us have impelled our body and our kidneys specifically with being not the energy of space, with being not the infinite being that we truly be, with living in the cage of abuse, with, with keeping us as a jack-in-the-box instead of the freedom through which all space and possibility flows, let's destroy and uncreate that. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Ask your kidneys, what can they be or choose that would create more possibility of freedom, of joy, and of radical aliveness? And how can you exponentialize their expansion Embodied. Everything and anything that doesn't allow that. Can we destroy and uncreate that, please? Yes. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and on. This is how you roar, to embrace, examine, embody and expand. That is your roar, your radical presence, being an ally to yourself, radically. Radical ally, orgasmic ally, alive and engaged, alive reality, no more destruction, no more damage, no more death. No more accountable to abuse, limitation, and constriction. Only accountable to unabashedly, unapologetically, inconceivable possibilities. That is living your roar. So get I'm out happy. there and live your roar. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> I've got a list of people here I want to get to. Thank you so much again for calling in, Ginger. I appreciate your support and contribution.
2: Thank you for your contribution and- to me and to my body. My body thanks you too.
1: You're welcome. Give those kidneys a hug, as well as your body, and I'll speak to you again. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye now. Okay, Catherine from the UK.
4: Hello, Lisa.
1: Hello. Can you hear me clearly? I can hear you clearly, my friend. What can well, I, I contribute to today? Problems,
4: but I can hear you. Um, I sent an email about nine hours ago. I don't know if you've seen it. I think it was um, to you. I've
1: had... Go ahead. What was the email about?
4: Um, Basically, I've experienced every form of abuse you can imagine, Mm. and it's severely affected my finances. I've been doing access for four years. There's been no improvement at all, and things are just sort of dire at the moment where I'm struggling just to, you know, have enough money for food and things like that. I'm not even able to pay rent. Um, But I've... Was it also... uh, an unwanted pregnancy, an unwanted child, and my mum was quite ill when she had me. I wasn't even meant to survive the birth, but I did. I grew up being verbally abused all the time for no reason at all, and basically, um, I then went on in life to have other sort of abuse inflicted upon me. Um, mm-hmm. And I really don't, not certain what to do at this point.
1: Okay, so. Say that again. I don't know what to do at this point. Yes, I know. Will you say that again, please? Sorry, could you say that again? Repeat again that I don't know what to do at this point.
4: I don't know what to do at this point.
1: And say it again. I
4: don't know what to do at this point. And again, please. And I don't know what to do at this point.
1: And are you familiar with the Access Consciousness Clearing Statement?
4: And I, have sorry?
1: Are you familiar with the excess consciousness clearing oh, yes, state? Yes, I've
4: done, I've
1: done to level three. Okay, cool. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So where in your body do you feel that I don't know what to do? I, I don't know where to go. Plexus. Solar okay, plexus. plexus. So if you put your hand on your solar plexus, yeah. what would it say? Help me. <laughs> Okay, and say it again. Help me. Great, and again? Help me. Right, wrong, good and bad, put and pack, all nine shorts, boys, man. So what help do you actually want, does your body actually desire right now?
4: A shift in the finances, really what I need.
1: That's what you need. I've had enough of the struggle. That's what you need, and you've had enough of the struggle but is that from your head or from your body? hearing the word escape. And what is it that your body actually desires to escape from? I'm here, um, just a life of hell, really, a
4: life of suffering. And I'm hearing wants to be free.
1: Okay. Now, what you just told me was that your body desires to be free, And it desires to no no longer live a life of hell.
5: Hmm.
1: Right? However, you also told me that you have lived a life of hell and you've experienced every type of abuse imaginable. Yes. So those are two conflicting positions. The desire to not live a life of hell, but Hmm. also to have in your body a life of hell on top of that you put you're in this place of need and it's very difficult to actually create from a place of need so what we have to actually start with is what is the best part of living the life of hell that somehow you keep embodying even though you desire something different give me three positive reasons that a life
4: of hell... Mm-hmm. Well, th- things are, you know, as far as the horrific things that are happening, they've lessened over the years, <laughs> which is good. Um, so there's lessons I'm learning there. Um, I heard the word escape, so maybe I'm trying to escape my truly ever. It's an excuse of some sort to be who I truly am.
1: Um, okay, so the, the... Yeah, I'm hearing the word excuse again. <laughs> okay. So, do you desire to escape from a life of hell? Do you know, I want to say yes, but I'm hearing a little tiny no. Exactly. I'm hearing a no, though I want to say yes. I understand. So, one of the things, the four ease to live a life of radical aliveness is to embrace the truth no matter how ugly it is. To examine it no matter how painful it is. To embody it no matter if it feels good or bad or right or wrong, and then to expand into the possibilities from there. So mm-hmm. let's just say that you, one part of you is desiring to live outside of a life of hell, but the reality mm-hmm. is you don't know anything different than a life of hell and struggle. Yeah. Yep. So what do you love about the life of hell and struggle? I think
4: I'm validating uh, my mother's opinion of me, though it's not true. So she loves me or accepts me.
1: Okay, so let's just say that's true, that you're validating your mother's opinion, yet you get love this way, and give me one other reason why you might... You to might- tell
4: me you'll never amount to anything.
1: Okay, um, so great. Another. Re- so you are embodying your mother's reality of you. This yeah. is the love that you desire. <laughs> right, I wrong, think I've spent my whole life
4: trying to earn her
1: love. Right. But you here's the trick, Catherine. You have to earn her love by being a never amount to anything, by not having money, by having struggle, by getting love, by validating her less than stellar opinion of you. So the only thing you can become and embody is a life of hell and struggle and no money and lack and scarcity and a life of hell. That's the only thing that you can create. There's nowhere to turn. There's nothing to do. There's no change possible. If just like your struggle is an ending. Right. Because there's no there's no ending to your mother's Never amounting to anything. That's a blanket statement. Well,
4: she used to tell me every day, Your wife was good for nothing, never going to amount to anything. Though I was a good kid, I did well in school, I always told the truth, I was, you know, well behaved.
1: So if you know that your mother is a liar, why would you still be working for her love? Why would you still be employing her I as think it's a, pattern, a creation of your reality?
4: So I think it's a pattern that started when I was so young. She didn't even it, want me to be born, she,
1: you know. All of that is true, but, but it is so true that you have left yourself out of expanding into any other possibility. Mm. So what if you just decided today, right now, that right now I'm living a life of hell? I'm going to keep validating my mother's opinion because it has been something that is so ingrained for so long since I was young, and there's no possible way for me to change it, that her love and not amounting to anything and never getting out of this struggle or need of money is the only place that I'm going to be. What happens in your body when I say that?
4: Feel sick. Just feel like a... ugh.
1: Exactly. Right, wrong, good, and bad, I pot been, and pot, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So, all the sickness that has been impelled on you by your mother's reality that you have mimicked and made your reality and called this life, can we destroy and uncreate that? Yes. Right, wrong, good, and bad, pot and pot, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. All of her insanity that you've made your reality that is actually the sickness and dis ease of a hellacious reality, could we destroy and uncreate that? Yes. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, short, boys and men. And everywhere you've called this love, when it's actual yeah. insanity, and everywhere yeah. you've called it love, which is actual hell, and everywhere you've called it love, which is actually keeping you in the cage of abuse, which actually keeps abuse on the planet, could we destroy and uncreate it? Yes. Yeah. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys and beyond. So that sickness in your body, mm. lighter or heavier? It's
4: lighter. There's a, there's a slight uh, energetic feeling of confusion in me. So I think something shifted because it's like something feels confused as if, wait, something's different.
1: <laughs> exactly. Good. So is that part inside of you that's of- confused, is that you or something else? Ooh, something else. Excellent. Now, if it's something else, does it have to be embodied in you? No. Right. So if, if you could take your right or left hand, Catherine, and point somewhere where it, whatever that something else would like to go, tell me where it points if you use the clock.
4: Are the you clock. Scrambled. Put it my hand where?
1: Point your finger on your right right hello? hand. Where? You've hello? just
4: gone all staticky. I don't know if you can hear me or not.
1: Hello? I can, I can hear you fine. And everything yeah. that's blocking the lines right now, which is this <laughs> energy of something else that does not want to leave you. Can we just join and create that? And one, two, yes. three, four, five, back off my radio show, back off my lines, back off this body, and allow this body to expand into the infinite beautiful being that she truly be. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and Pack all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So if you take your right hand, Catherine, and you point up, down, right, left, front and back, where would this something inside of you point that it actually belongs? Sorry, at what point is it? Sorry. Where would your finger point? That this something else inside of you actually belongs if it's not you? Where does it belong outside <laughs> it, of you? Up, down, right, left, front, or back?
4: It seemed to be going front, almost right under my rib cage, is where my yes. hand stops, sort of over the small intestines.
1: Great. So, this is something that isn't of your body, that is living within your body. It is something to do with your mother's reality that you are now seeing is an insanity that you have been believing and that you have been embodying, which isn't your reality. So, what do you choose? Choose me. So, say that again. I choose me. Say it again. I choose me. Say, I choose me unapologetically. Say, I choose me unapologetically. Did I lose you? No, no. Can you say, I choose me unapologetically?
4: I choose me unapologetically. I choose me unapologetically. I choose me unapologetically.
1: Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys, beyonds. What is that like in your body now?
4: Um, I, I took a sort of a breathing in, breath out, um, that released something. I felt it releasing something. Great. Almost like a sigh, but a bit deeper.
1: Excellent. So the first step in living radically alive is choosing you. So if you do nothing but do this every day, every day, ten times in the morning, ten times in the afternoon, and ten times at night, I choose me unapologetically. I choose me unapologetically. I choose me unapologetically, that's going to put the focus on you and your body. It's going to put the focus on you and your body. It's going to put the focus on you and your body. And it's going to put the focus on you creating your reality. Mm -hmm. Not your mother's reality. doesn't matter what she said. doesn't matter what she said. (laughs) You know, all it's done is created a life of hell. A life of hell is not radical aliveness.
4: I would even be punished if my older sister, who was quite naughty, if she'd do something wrong, I'd be punished.
3: Absolutely. Even though I didn't do anything. (laughs)
1: Right. Absolutely. And the pervasive pattern here is that you believe you have done something. And that somehow you are defective goods. That you have created a life of hell, putting yourself in a scarcity position that um, makes the finances in such a problem. When you it's like, believe like I'm punishing well myself super- for
4: existing, I think. It's like I'm being punished for even existing.
1: That's exactly. what it feels like. So can we rescind, revoke, recant, renounce, denounce, destroy and uncreate the forever commitment to punish yourself for existing the way that your mother wanted you to be punished for existing? And perhaps the way her mother desired her to be punished for existing, and perhaps the way her mother desired her to be punished for existing. Can we destroy and uncreate that? Yes. Right, wrong, good, and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And what if you were choosing you right now, what would you do?
4: If I were to do anything right now, what would I do?
1: If you would choose you right now, what would you choose? To be happy. Great. What's one thing that you could do to be happy right now? (laughs) I actually
4: saw in my head sort of skipping down the pavement or something, (laughs) skipping around. Great,
1: great. So here's, that's the second thing you do. The first thing is 10 times a day, three times a day, 10 times in the morning, afternoon, and night. I choose me unapologetically. Then envision yourself skipping down the street the way that you just said and being happy. I can
4: find a quiet little side street and do that.
1: <laughs> Why don't you? Absolutely.
4: I might because it's out of character for me. I might do that.
1: <laughs> I double dog dare you to send me a picture. Go do it. And then ask yourself this question, what can I choose or do that would create more possibility? What could I choose or do that would create more possibility? Because, listen, every time you go into your story about your mother, all that is is no possibility, no choice, the cage of abuse. If I have listened to the first two and a half decades of my life for every person that abused me or said anything negative to me, I would be dead right now, and I certainly wouldn't be contributing to the 50,000 people that listen to this show nor the the hosts that take me all over the world to run these classes, moving people beyond abuse. So if my choice to expand as me unapologetically and to never allow what anybody else told me to define me, if I had allowed that, we would never be talking here today. So just because you survive the way that you have survived tells me what a strong and unique individual you truly be Mm-hmm. and the world is awaiting you to unleash your expansion to unleash unleash your brilliance on the lips of this reality you do not you do not need to embody your mother's reality in fact can i fire you from that position and hand you your pink yes, slip please.
4: yes <laughs> please yes
1: please right your severance package is to be happy to skip down the street and to know that there is absolutely, unequivocally only brilliance about you that is you.
4: That right, amazing. wrong, good and bad,
1: pod and pod, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Thanks for calling in today.
4: Thank you so much. Bless you. Thank you.
1: Have a good day.
4: Bye-bye.
1: Bye, Bye. now. So that was a really great example about not choosing for yourself and choosing based on a mother or somebody else's reality of what they think you are and then you becoming that. That is one of the ways to keep yourself locked in the cage of abuse and not move beyond abuse and certainly not live radically nor orgasmically alive. So what I want to say to everybody out there, what are three behaviors, three ways of being that you haven't allowed yourself to be that now you can choose to allow yourself to be and expand into that? There was a moment in my life where I even allowed myself to do something that I have never done, which is to stop traveling for a little while, to embrace being on on a horse ranch with horses and to cultivate a personal relationship with horses, a personal relationship with my body, a personal relationship with the land and the earth. And what I chose is me. And what I found is an even greater um, kindness and space of allowance for me where nothing really so much bothers me anymore. where I just watch a lot of things that go on in the world and I watch people acting in very interesting ways and it has no bearing on my psyche or my soul any longer. I'm completely content within myself and completely content with being with myself and completely content being with the land and the horses and um, the, the work that I choose to do But most importantly, what I found is something personal for me that I have searched all my life for that I thought by doing and being out in the world that that would give me that. But when I expanded into me by being without doing, I found such a wealth of my being and everything changed in my life. There's not one aspect of my life when I look around that is the same When I made this, since I made the choice to indulge and expand into me. So, what's something that you can indulge and expand into you? Three ways of being you haven't allowed yourself to be, that you've just been dying to be, that just relaxes you in such a way that is profound and Almost inconceivable. I wonder what that would be for you, and I wonder what the earth would be like for everybody if we did that every once in a while. Not all the time, but every once in a while. (laughs) Okay, we're going to go to break, and then we'll come back to break, and I think we have a couple of other callers, and thanks for listening, and you're listening to Expanding, Being You fully you, unapologetically and unabashedly, let alone inconceivably.
3: Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. The
1: fight is over. An invitation to a new experience of you is waiting. Dr. Lisa Cooney shares with you how to let go and move beyond abusive energies of the past, beyond all obstacles, beyond anything, and into your generative space of creation, where you have direct access to the whisperings of consciousness. What is better for you than you're currently allowing yourself to do and be? Health and wellness? New relationships? Business ventures? Choice? What would you let go of if you were no longer a slave to abuse and the energies of radical and orgasmic aliveness were available to you? Because they are. Everything in the universe desires to collaborate with you, but you must first choose it. No one can stop you but you as you move towards something greater, to an embodiment of the most important thing in your life, you. What else is possible from here in this lighter, more expansive version of yourself? Visit drlisacooney.com today and find out.
3: Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Welcome back to Dr. Lisa Cooney on Beyond
1: Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything Hello, my friends. I was just talking on the live stream about, you know, how it actually just really pains my heart to know that there are so many people out in the world that are not even choosing to expand into their brilliance, into their beingness, into the fullness of who they truly be, that they don't even know that that's the choice that they have because they've been living inside the pressure and the cage of somebody else's reality. And this is exactly why I've done this show now for two years or over two years is to put the voice out there, my voice out there saying, every moment is a choice to live free. Every moment is an ocean of possibility. Even if you feel stuck somewhere, there is always a choice within that stuckness somewhere. And just finding that choice and being willing to ask the question can bring up tears. It can bring up pain. It can bring up the awareness of suffering. But within that is a choice to have a different breath, let's say, embodied and to do something perhaps that you've never done before but always knew was required. So I think we have one more caller here. Judy from Arizona, are you still with us? Uh, Yeah, I am. Okay, well, how can I contribute to you today?
5: Um, I am still skating, and simultaneously, I feel like I'm going back, having a lot of uh, PTSD and anxiety, and so it's all sort of happening simultaneously, and I'm moving in about two weeks, and when I move, I... I get, well, I I did some work and I figured out what happened when we originally, when I originally moved when I was really young and so I did some work and clearing on it and it helped and a lot of the anxiety and PTSD and the shaking in my body went away and then it came back again and so I did more work and it went away and then I'm waking up in the morning with severe anxiety and, and shaking and it's getting worse, um, and uh, so I feel like I, I'm, I'm going in and out. Uh, I'm I'm creating simultaneously, but having a lot of PTSD and anxiety. So me, I'm also yeah, feeling let like me, I'm.
1: Let me stop you I'm there.
5: Taking, a, what?
1: Let me stop you there for a moment. Just okay. in the interest of time, this final segment is a little shorter than some of the other segments. But there's a really important point that you've already mentioned that I want to pause you on so that I can potentially elucidate what's actually going on. So the first thing you said is, I'm still creating. And you said it a couple of different times. You are creating. Now, when you've suffered through the abuse that you have suffered through in a pretty long detailed history, when you actually flip the switch and turn your potency back on and you keep creating, you're going to hit the walls of the limitation, the constriction. They're called artificial walls of limitation, but they actually show up as symptoms of PTSD. So what you're actually experiencing is not so much um, what, what your mind puts it to, which is something's wrong and I must not be doing something right because I'm having all these symptoms. What's actually potentially going on is that you are hitting the artificial walls of limitations that you've never paid attention to because you've only chose to live in the cage of abuse without even knowing that you were living in the cage of abuse. And now that you've chosen outside of the cage and are choosing to live your radically, orgasmically alive reality by choosing you, by committing to you, by collaborating with the universe, conspiring to bless you, and by then creating your life, you are hitting up against those artificial walls that if you never focused on this, you would have never known were there. So it's actually such great progress that your body is awakening to, quote unquote, the PTSD, and you are finding other solutions to dealing with it versus locking yourself in the cage of abuse
5: okay, well, when I find the solutions, how come I keep going back into the, the, the waking up with uh, the anxiety and the, the shaking constantly?
1: Well, we have to remember the body experiences everything that you've ever gone through, good or bad, happy or sad. And if you've never, if you stopped creating and shut yourself off in the cage of abuse, denying, defending, dissociating, disconnecting, for as significant of time that you have been abused, which has been a significant amount of time, and you've been living outside the cage of abuse now for some months, if you just look quantitatively, some months and decades of abuse, you have to give the body some time
0: to Uh adjust
1: to the new you without expecting without expecting your body just to be different because you choose it. <laughs>
5: okay, I, I'm, it's starting to make a little more sense to me now.
1: Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. It's kind of like people always talk to me about with sexual abuse about, you know, they're so angry at their body for their body being aroused with the sexual abuse that occurred. And I say the same thing to them, which is a little bit rogue, But it's really true that your body has a job. When it's touched in certain ways, it is evoked. Those certain places evoke a orgasmic, pleasure-filled experience. The body is just responding to how it's being touched. It's doing its job. The actual anger is at the perpetrator or the event that, quote-unquote, wasn't your choice. So it's like you're displacing your anger on your body, when in actuality, it's the person that was doing the act where the anger goes. It has nothing to do with you nor your body. So in your personal example, as you're creating, as you're moving, as you're making different changes in your life, as you're choosing more radical aliveness, as you're you know, speaking more truth about the, the trust and the finances that are, that are going on in your life, What it's actually doing, and I know it's really like the cruel joke about change, but it's bringing up more artificial walls of limitation for you to take a look at and say, nope, not going to be for me right now. I'm not doing that. And everyone, just take a bat to it, or if you ever know at the carnivals, they have this game called whack-a-mole where you just, you know, he, um, a gopher comes up and you whack it, and another gopher comes up and you whack it. Those are like mm-hmm. artificial walls of limitation. Just keep whacking them, mm-hmm. and eventually they will just dissipate. And mm-hmm. really, all that will be in your garden is the planting of seeds for the reality that you choose to be the chief of your chief financial officer, you know, chief orgasmic officer, chief. Radical ally officer, chief creation officer, chief choosing for you officer, chief committing for you officer. And like I said, it's unfortunate, but there's nothing about it that seems wrong to me. I've gone through the same things myself when I was moving myself beyond limitation, constriction, and abuse, and you're basically just looking at it and being like, okay, there's another wall. That's the cage of abuse. Embrace that. No, that doesn't feel so good. Examine why I might choose that. Embody a different reality. Yep, that feels better. And expand into that. Yeah, I'm going to keep doing that. Oh, that leads me to radical aliveness.
5: Okay, yeah. Because I'm making some stupid choices. I make new choices, and some of them are stupid choices. It seems like they're stupid choices. They're not, they're not lighting. are okay, so lighting. Every-
1: well, everywhere that you're judging yourself for the choices that you're making, let's just destroy and uncreate it, right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pot, all nine shorts, boys and moms, because choice creates awareness. Okay. So when you've chosen some of those things that you've now deemed stupid, were you in your full awareness?
5: Not my full awareness. Um, right. And, and I, each of these so, choices, done. I say okay. stupid, but there's good things, there's good things in each of the choices, too.
1: Exactly. So look for the good things in the choices because choice creates awareness versus going to the judgment. Because whenever you go to the judgment that you're making some stupid choices, you're actually putting yourself back in the cage. Okay. There are no stupid choices. There are just choice that creates more awareness. So can you give yourself, can you expand into the space of allowance for you, Judy, and everybody listening on this show, just for choosing something different and choosing something that creates a different possibility and know that as long as it's outside of the cage of the abuse, you are doing the right thing. Okay.
5: Okay, great. Right. Thanks, Dr. Lisa. Okay. And I'll be talking to you some more.
1: Okay, honey. Thank you for calling. You're welcome. You're
5: welcome.
1: Bye. So everybody, this was kind of an elusive show in a certain way that because um, when we're talking about expanding into something, it's like expanding into a space of possibility that doesn't have walls or definitions to it. It's actually expanding into a way of being that is unfamiliar because it's without limitation, but it's such part of the desire of every being that has existed on this planet, which is freedom, awareness, awareness control power creativity so that is expand so that you live your radically orgasmically alive reality so we'll speak to you next week or I'm talking to you a lot about horses and some of the lessons I learned in my week-long training with the horses thanks for listening and have a great day
0: and Management.